Well, we here at the Review Review, we love our fans. We love our fans so much that if you're loyal enough, we'll review something that you want us to talk about. Hey, Macy, what should we talk about today? Can you say Steve Zuzu? <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> well, she wants it, and more importantly, one of our big fans, Jude, wants it. <laughs> she wants Pumba. <laughs> well, we already talked about the Lion King, so we're gonna move on to our next one. Thanks to our good friend Jude from across the pond, we're talking about the Life Aquatic with Steve Zuzu. We're talking about it. Uh, Macy might be on to talk about Pumbaa. There's gonna be there's chaos abroad here on a very underwater edition of the Review Review. Team Zuzu. <laughs> Uh, orange hats. <laughs> I thought they were red. Red hats. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and one very small and child <laughs> give you our big, dumb opinions. I can't wait to hear Macy's opinions on Life Aquatic with Steve Zuzu. I know. She did watch maybe half of it, so <laughs> she could probably chime in. She could. Uh... We are going over the and Life Aquatic, uh, Jude's favorite movie yeah. all time. Did he get? Did he get back to us? He did write in, <gasps> and I oh. thought we should do it right at the head of the show since it was his That's, suggestion. This is your show. <clears throat> this is your show, Jude. Jude. This is your show. This is your life. <laughs> uh, he does come in. It's a bit lengthy of an email, okay. so strap in. Here we go. That's my seatbelt. Hi and hello once again, fellas. So you're finally doing it. Tackling my favorite movie of all time. For what it's worth, I appreciate the thought. <laughs> so when it comes to why I love this movie more than any other, the answer is usually the same. I have no idea. It just is. <laughs> and I can recognize that it is no way perfect, and I understand completely when people say they very much didn't like it. But it just so happened... That it resonated with me on that fateful day I first watched it. Who knows? If I watched it on a different day, I might have thought nothing of it. I think the aesthetic and the music are perfect. Not only visually striking and one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, but also play very well into the themes of one's artificial idyllic, idyllic self versus the way they feel inside, and the man they once were. Seeing Steve lose his passion, get a chance to get it back, and losing that chance, just as it seems so close, is pretty powerful to me. Made more so by the ending. Oh, the ending. <laughs> I wonder if he remembers me. This part always gets me. Steve rediscovering his passion, letting go of his selfish and toxic tendencies, as well as worrying about his legacy. Is it too late for him? Will people remember him? What would they remember him as? Only to be reassured by those around him that will not be forgotten. Along with this, I personally put it over most other Wes Anderson movies because it doesn't seem like he uses the symmetry thing as a gimmick, instead at times playing very loose, but not afraid to show some style here and there. Also love the costumes. With every subsequent viewing, I find new things to focus on. 
be it a new character arc or motif. And even when I don't find anything new, I enjoy it for its memorable characters, visual eye candy, mixture of strong emotional beats, and absurd humor, and Bill Murray looking sad and being snarky. <laughs> also, fellas, feel free to tear this movie apart. Honestly, just glad it's being talked about. It's just a matter of opinion. Different strokes. That kind of thing. Nothing anyone can say... <clears throat> Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Nothing anyone can say or has said about this movie will change my mind. The Life Aquatic with Steve Sazu. Is it the worst movie of all time? God, no. Is it the best? Depends who you ask. <laughs> I know I am nowhere near as elegant as you two when talking about movies, so I think I'll stop now. Though, uh, may write in later with a rebuttal or two after you're, sh after you're sure to be scathing reviews, but also may not. Well, we'll see. Regardless, I'll sign off for now. Keep up the good work, and please, for the love of God, get Eric and Coach Havens their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Regards, Jude. <laughs> I would love that podcast. Yes. Just like an old bickering married couple. Good Lord. They do act like they're married when they're on here. <laughs> it, it's part of my favorite yeah. things. As soon as, like, Cole gets one drink in him and he yeah. gets all loose. Watch them, like, subtly needle each other until they just start yelling. <laughs> it's always it's always still in good fun, even when it starts getting louder. But, yeah. good Lord, do they needle each other. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, too, that they've really only known each other for just a couple years. <laughs> And then Cole just come out of nowhere calling him an old bitch. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm getting word from the across the room. What's going on over there? I'm looking for baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Did baby Jesus come home with you today? Did it go to school? Because I asked about it and it was not there. They could not find it. Uh oh. It was there. Well, I was not in her basket and I asked for it. And they said she didn't bring it. Side note, our daughter is a doll named Baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> One of Macy's note. favorite maybe favorite <laughs> things in the world is a doll called Baby, baby Jesus. <laughs> it is her favorite thing in the world. She goes to a Catholic daycare, <laughs> and that daycare has ingrained Jesus into her head. <laughs> so her favorite doll is a naked baby called Baby Jesus. <laughs> That's a little inside of my life. This is a very... <laughs> Have you my life just coming in and out of this yeah. room show <laughs> just, already? <laughs> this is about your life and Jude's life. That's right. It's coming all together. We are one, Jude. But no, that is that's a that's a nice uh intro into Life Aquatic. Maybe we can we can marinate on that and then maybe uh maybe it'll give us different ideas when we do the review oh. at the top of the hour. That's it. Before we get into our thoughts, we, we should dive into a little bit of the news. Troy, so much happened. So much happened. So much happened. S the, su the superb owl was <laughs> Superb owl, Troy. Uh, and some things happened on it. Did you even watch it? I didn't watch it. <laughs> I went back and watched the commercials. I Most of them. Watched some. I didn't watch all of them, but I did watch the trailers. We'll come up with those a little bit later on. But yeah. uh, I was not even going to watch it at all because it was Chelsea's birthday, right? Yeah. But she put it on like a live stream of it from the Fox Sports website on our TV. And oh, I'm like, shit. oh, I guess we'll watch just, just on the background or whatever. And then it just cut out like a couple times. And we're like, 
fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't matter. <laughs> and I I don't really care much. Like the only reason I watch Super Bowl is just for the commercials. Yeah. Cuz it's kind of fun at the time. And yeah. then eh, other than that. Yeah. We didn't really miss it. Nah. I kind of it's weird cuz I don't watch any sports, but I like when the Super Bowl is on even if it's just in the background. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I know, don't care a, anything about it. Yeah. But I I kind of want it on. Because, like, the whole country is watching. Yeah, it's like a comforting feeling where it's like, I want to play on my phone while the game's on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Like, that's pretty what much what... <laughs> like, I want to watch a single minute of this, I just want it on the background. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And so I was, kind of, like, when the feed dropped a couple of times, like, she went on to watch, like, just other things. And I'm, like, trying to find it on my phone, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna watch it on my phone. No, I'm not. So then I just went ended up like going to bed or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know. I think me and Molly just watched Austin Powers. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh my, the first one. Yeah, they have all three of them on Netflix. Do they? Yeah. Screw Goldmember, but yeah, <laughs> first two are pretty good. Yeah. All right. I might still go and watch Goldmember, but yeah, first one's really good. I I think I watched that like a couple years ago, and I'm like, God, this is great. I, and I, I love it. And they, like, just talked about it on Credits Due, too. It's like, everyone's all about awesome powers. Jeez Louise. Uh, anyway, why don't we get into some uh, <laughs> other news here? I got some really interesting news breaking nearly just hours ago. Breaking! Uh, we saw that Scott Derrickson is off of Doctor Strange 2. Yes. Uh, for creative differences. Oh, my. You know, that Disney machine uh, yeah. and their creative differences. You're not doing enough. To yeah. supply, <laughs> you're not making this middle of the road enough. <laughs> it needs to be appealing to most public. Uh, but the Russos did. Shut up! Uh, Shut they up. made us billions of dollars. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, Sam Raimi is now rumored to be attached Ooh. to Doctor Strange Two, which is uh, slated to be like more. Horror themed, yeah. That's I guess, like the multiverse one. Yeah, right? multiverse of madness. <gasps> uh, I I don't even really care if it's a horror themed one. I just more inter like interested. Yeah. When I heard Sam Raimi may be on it because I haven't seen like any Sam Raimi movie in a while. Yeah. And I would like to see like a new one where he like does his Raiminess. Oh yeah. Gets his old touches in there. Yeah. Maybe it's like one of those things where it's like, ah, I'm done making movies and it's like, we'll give you a fuck ton of money. <laughs> I'm gonna make movies again. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back for money. <laughs> Can I put Toby Maguire in it? <laughs> no. We'll see He's about that. He's too busy. He's too busy. <sighs> Like card sharking, is that what he does now? Yeah, he was like uh um, what was it? That movie that came out about where uh, Jessica Chastain was like the, she played like a chick that was like running a gambling ring in L.A. It's like based no on a idea. true story. No idea. And like uh, the guy that um, uh, Michael Sarah plays in it is based off of Tobey Maguire. Oh. Because he would legit go to these underground gambling rings and he would, like, bet to, like, ruin people's lives. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Tobes. Yeah. Like, Tobes? He's been quoted as saying, like, I like I like destroying people's lives when they'd ask him why he would gamble so much money. God. Take a quote right from <laughs> Spider-Man 3. 
gonna cry? Gobby gonna cry? Pretty much. <laughs> I think evil Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire. Oh shit, Bully Maguire? <laughs> yeah, Bully Maguire's alive oh, and well. Oh my god. Look out, I had no idea this was a thing. Yeah. He better be in the multiverse of madness, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so yeah, Sam Raimi, possibly in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2. Pretty cool stuff. I uh, got some video game news. Oh, video, video game. Uh, Dan Hauser, he was the co-founder of Rockstar Games and one of the writers of every GTA title and Red Dead 1 and 2, uh, is leaving the company come next month. Uh, I don't know for maybe other creative endeavors or maybe he's made already a fuck ton of money <laughs> and he just... can just retire. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, I, normally I wouldn't care about this, but like all of these games that came out are like triple A titles. Oh, you right? know shit. And they ended up being very good, making a ton of money. Yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto Five came out like ten years ago or whatever it is. Yeah. It still makes it's, money. Yeah, it's still like wasn't like one of the most highest grossing games. It's yet, the highest still? grossing media. Yeah. <laughs> it beat anything media. <laughs> Like it's the highest grow. It made it's made in the billions. Gross. Oh, I can imagine because there's literally you can get anything in that. Uh huh. You can do literally do anything. Yes. <laughs> in its online world. Uh huh. It's pretty great. Um, and then of course the Red Deads. I'm loving the Red Deads. Oh yeah. I saw uh, you're back to fishing again. I went back to Red Dead. I'll bring that up a little <laughs> bit later. <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I would probably follow that name wherever he goes because I mean if he was also a writer on one of these things, he's got yeah. a good head on his shoulders. For or if he starts doing movies, story. even yeah, I I'll follow him wherever. So that'd be badass, pretty good, and I'd kind of want to see where Rockstar ends up um, because everything they come out with, I pretty much pick up. I yeah. I like I like the GTA and Red Dead stuff. Yeah. I like the big open world. I know. I don't. I don't usually buy a lot of uh, games when they initially come out. I'll just wait for them to get cheaper, or, like free, uh -huh. on like PS Plus. But uh, yeah, usually if it's Rockstar, I'll get it like day of. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. But um, yeah. So that's all I got about that. Yep. Uh, during the big game, yeah. they did have. I wanted to bring this up in the news. They did have uh, like a Disney Plus, like Marvel. Oh, uh, a little bit of a stinger, a yeah. A little bit of a stinger on there. Yeah. Uh, it showed a little bit of stuff for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. WandaVision, and a little bit on Loki. Yeah, it's like one scene from Loki. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but I also have dates on when those are coming out. Yeah. Because Bob Iger has come out and just said kind of when they're coming out or yeah. whatever. Um, I thought they were going to be sooner, but they are, yeah. are not. I heard uh, Winter Soldier is coming out like in August. Yeah, that one's coming out in August. Um, WandaVision comes out at the end of this year, <clears throat> year in December. Yeah. And then Loki is, like, somewhere in the first half of next year. Gotcha. And then there's other I ones. I think, like, the the second season of Mandalorian comes out in October. Yeah, well, like, way sooner than that. Yeah. I thought that wasn't coming out until, like, next year. Yeah. But, yeah, that's coming out in October. And then uh, other Marvel stuff, like She-Hulk and all that, um, I think that's also coming out yeah. next year as well, obviously. I haven't even filmed anything of that yet. Um, <laughs> there is uh, a funny, uh, not it's not really ha ha funny. <laughs> There's a petition of about 155,000 people signed to have Amber Heard removed from Aquaman two. 
Oh, yeah. After uh, leaked tapes of her physically abusing Johnny Depp have leaked. Yeah, I heard about that. <clears throat> now there's like a, yeah, and there's like, now there's a big push for like, uh, stand up for Johnny and shit like that. It's yeah. like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Who give? Look, they're probably both in the wrong in some way, uh-huh. shape, or form. You don't know the whole fucking story. Yeah, I mean, domestic abuse is not anything no, funny. No, it's not. But like, yeah, we don't. Only, we only but, know. Jesus Christ! A good yeah, small chunk of it. One tape isn't going to tell you the entire story of their marriage. I I did the only reason I really wanted to bring this up because I saw a funny tweet about it where a guy was uh uh really getting behind Johnny Depp to play Amber Heard in Aquaman two. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp for Mira in Aquaman two. Oh my god, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's so odd. I just yeah. I, I'm done like making these like preconceived notions based on like this like clickbait shit they put out now. Uh-huh. Or I'm like, unless it's like they put out like multiple occasions of shit have occurred, like Weinstein. Yeah. Then I'll be like, yeah, that guy's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's like, here's a tape of Amber Heard saying she hit Johnny Depp once. <laughs> I was like, okay, what happened? What what led to it? She hit him. <laughs> Speaking of the Weinstein thing, I saw some courtroom drawings of the oh, thing, yeah. and they're pa- like the courtroom drawings, they're passing around naked pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> and like the court, the courtroom like sketch artist had to fucking draw pictures of Weinstein's him. gross naked body, <laughs> and saying he had to is not why did he have to. Uh, you can see this gross mountain of a fucking lump of shit, man. <laughs> With his fucking look like he had a small dick too. Uh, courtroom sketch artist is the weirdest job in the yeah. world. Why not have a photographer in there? Yeah. Well, because it's not le. It's like their way around it because you can't legally take pictures in a courtroom. That doesn't make any sense when they can have courtroom television on TV. Yeah. Well, no, it's for certain cases. Like, I get it, but like, why not a photographer? Because it's like you can't have any kind of like projected media in there. Like you can sketch it, but you can't take a picture or That's video so it. No, it, but it's like I mean I like that it's, it's like a, a weird, fun thing. Yeah, it's like a weird bylaw or whatever where it's like it's their way around it. Like people can sit in there and sketch, but they can't take a picture. It'd be funny if somebody just took an art class to a courtroom <laughs> just to do like some life drawing. But no, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that shit too. Body. Like I love like the ones where they'll show like I think I might have like come across like a like a Reddit or something like that where it's just, like awful courtroom sketches and they like they show the person and they show like they show like an actual picture of the person they show the courtroom sketch like nothing like the, they do in their sketch like it's like a fucking it's like a fucking like carnival like <laughs> like a caricature yeah caricature <clears throat> they have them riding little dune buggies. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh last bit of news I got is uh a little bit of dumping on Disney here. So it's oh, kind of funny. Here's our new our new <laughs> segment dumping on dumping Disney. Dumping on Disney. <laughs> so uh there's a elementary school in Berkeley, California that they were hosting a fundraiser for something. Yeah. And uh the parents were all there 
and all the kids were kind of getting restless, so they just threw in a movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and it just happened to be like the new Lion King or whatever, so like yeah. so the kids can watch while the fundraiser was going on. Somehow Disney caught wind of it and oh, fined no. the school a third of the <gasps> fundraising profits. My God! Because they illegally showed the movie there. Eat a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> they didn't even make a thousand dollars, but Disney o- fined them two hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus for showing <laughs> the movie. At a school just to calm kids down. God damn it. I How know. much fucking money do you make? You can't have like a bunch of kids watch Lion King once. And who was the like dipshit parent that was just like, uh, I'm turning you in or whatever yeah. it was. I'm going to tell Bob Iger on you. <laughs> My husband knows him. <laughs> I was, th- But I was like, God damn it, Disney. You are fucking Scrooges. Before he got visited by the ghosts. Yeah. And you've remade the Christmas Carol. You know this <laughs> shit. Many times. Many you times. that dead horse. Too many fucking times you've remade the Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. So, yeah. There's a little dumping on Disney there. Jesus Freaking fucking Christ. Communists. Not communists. Capitalist pigs. Yeah. Capitalist fuckheads. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's it. That's all my news. All right. <laughs> What a fun, what a fun way to end the news, Joe. That's it. That's it. That's just everything. That's everything. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah, dude, Disney's evil. I'm still gonna watch your shit, but they're evil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, this is because they own everything now. You can't help I know, you can't, it. yeah. We won't have a show if we <laughs> protested Disney. What the fuck would we talk about? <clears throat> I just remembered it. Thing I just watched, so I need to jot it down Ooh. for the end of the show. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, Showtime is doing what seems to be an interesting series called First Ladies. Oh, it's like an anthology series where I think every season's going to be a different story. Okay, and it's going to focus on uh, a different first lady every season to like show like their con- their contributions to that presidency that they were the first lady of. Okay. And the first season is supposed to be Michelle Obama, played by Viola Davis. Okay, cool. Good deal. So that should be pretty interesting. They're not going to go chronologically and start with old Martha Washington? <laughs> Martha Washington? <laughs> I don't think even anyone even, would even know what the fuck she did. <laughs> Too bad for her. Nobody even knows what she did. Yep. Polished George's wooden teeth, maybe? Oh, yeah. Pol- yeah polished. <laughs> polished his teeth. <laughs> Varnished his teeth. <laughs> Stuck it in some lacquer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of that time period, though, Troy, uh-huh. uh, the Hamilton movie, yeah, is going to be happening. We okay. know uh, old Lynn is ma- putting out his uh, uh, fuck his his first show out in movies uh-huh. this year. I can't remember what it's called. In the Heights. That's what it is. When I was going to make. The Hamilton movie. Great. The thing that put him on the map. That's right. He's making it in movie form. And Perfect. the thing that sticks out the most about this is that he's actually casting the original Broadway cast to be in the film. Oh, good deal. Which is good. Yeah. Because so many of these fucking movies just <laughs> cast a bunch of names and they right. suck. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. A la Russell Crowe. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Holy shit. Russell Crowe and fucking... <clears throat> he's... 
Your fucking Lay Miz is freaking weird as shit. <laughs> uh, I never saw Lay Miz. I've never seen Hamilton either. Ham- well, I, uh, I think we went to Hamilton because her mom took us to like the Chicago production of it. Yeah, and it's really good. So I hear. Yeah, it's good. Like they when they do debates, they do rap battles. Cool, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and they like do like actually like really good rap battles where like you almost want to be like oh shit he got you Washington <laughs> but no it's good I, I had fun with it so I yeah I don't, and I like to see the original cast because like I mean it was so good that like the original cast is like almost like getting to the point where they actually are like movie actors now oh damn like David Diggs was like Jefferson and uh, like the main thing is that. Um, the guy that plays Jefferson plays two roles because he plays, uh, oh, fuck. Who's like the French guy that helped us in the, in the revolution. I, I can't remember his name. I don't remember. Lafayette. Cause okay. he plays Lafayette in like the first half and then he plays Jefferson in the second half. Okay. So, and that was David Diggs who's like big nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to see him come back and do what he got him famous. Righteous. Righteous. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about Owen Wilson later tonight. Wow. Well, wow. <laughs> Team Sisu. Uh, well, he's also going to be... He's been cast in the Loki series on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I don't know who he's going to be exactly, but he's in there. He's in it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Check him out. <laughs> Check him out. And that's that's all my news. Okay. Okay. I, got. I do have a bit. I have a last minute bit. And it's a pretty big one too. Oh my god. So uh hold on to your butts. <laughs> oh no. Not Sam Jackson. Oh no, it's not him. <laughs> it's not him. Good. But, uh that'd be very shocking if it was. Pull it up in an old Neil's bits. Probably have time to switch laundry. Probably do. Hurry, hurry! Bits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bids. <sighs> oh, hurry! Oh, he didn't make it. Damn it. Didn't make it. Song's over. the buzzer you came so close troy well anyways dying at 103 oh my god yeah hollywood icon <laughs> kirk douglas oh my goodness passed away just oh i think mere hours ago jesus yeah they just posted it yeah they posted it uh eight hours ago that he passed away today 103 you said yeah father of michael douglas and the star of spartacus yes i've seen spartacus actually are you spartacus what (laughs) am i spartacus yeah like the end when they're trying to like find him and everyone says i am spartacus oh now i get it maybe (laughs) i haven't seen it that recently (laughs) to understand that reference (laughs) but i know i've seen the big uh chariot race Mm. that was pretty impressive so there we go, Kirk Douglas, 100, 103. Jesus pretty, Christ, pretty impressive. Um, another, I this isn't a bit, um, but uh, um, I 
uh, there's rumors that Lethal Weapon 5 is going to come out. Yeah. Starring the original cast. Yeah. Where they're actually way too old for this shit, you know? <laughs> and I hear, like, uh, the original director, Richard Donner, is coming back. Oh, shit. Do you know that Richard Donner is 89 years old? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's going to direct possibly Lethal Weapon 5? Well, shit. Uh, how old was, what's the name when he did Mad Max Fury Road? Oh, uh, George Miller? Yeah. I, he was pretty old when he directed yeah, that's that. True. I'm not sure. I think he was in his 80s. Yeah. Maybe not 89, but... 89. Put I think he was 90 years old. I want to say George Miller was like 82 when he ma- remade... When he did uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Dang. Well, yeah. Dick Donner. <laughs> Dick Donner. Dick Donner. Director of Christopher Reeve's Superman. He was probably like 50 then. <laughs> <laughs> came out in like 1979 or whatever. The Donner Cut. <laughs> the okay. Have you seen the Donner Cut of Superman Two? It has the exact same ending as Superman One, where he flies the Earth backwards again. He's leaning back on these old tactics. Rest on his laurels. <laughs> Off to his old tricks. Wouldn't that be awesome? That was ev- the ending to every Richard Donner movie. <laughs> Like the end of Lethal Weapon, like, Riggs gets shot and killed, so then Danny Glover runs around the world. <laughs> Turns it back. Turns it back. Oh, that'd be so good. That's why he's too old for this shit. Because he keeps turning back time when he keeps getting older. That's amazing. Uh, well... Hire us. It's hire us, Hollywood. It's 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 time. It's time for it being done. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's time for it being done. Our famous segment. Yeah. It's There's time a big for one that we done. definitely should leave for the end. The big one. Oh. The big one. Yeah. Gotcha. So big I had to message you immediately after I watched it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I the minute I got I finished watching it. I was too excited. I had to message you. Great. Uh, well, we already kind of tickled uh, our fancy with a little bit of the Disney Plus uh, Marvel stuff. So why don't we talk about that just a little bit more? Yeah. Um, I am most excited, I think, for WandaVision. Yeah, so it far. looks interesting. Very interesting. I, I mean, all of this was shown in like a like clipped up montage. Yeah. Um, but. I really like the aesthetic they're playing with all this, like, different eras of television yeah. that they're kind of meshing this into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, like, it starts out in, like, uh, like a Honeymooners or I Love Lucy yeah. type of black and white, and then it jumps to, like, the Brady Bunch era, mm-hmm. and then it jumps into, like, a Roseanne type of looking <laughs> oh, era, yeah. and then it's, like, the, I guess, like, a modern one, and you get to see her in, like, her original costume, Oh, and yeah. You see uh, Vision a little bit, and he's, like, all sweater vested up and looks great. Yeah. From what little we've seen. I know. And I, I just want to see, just to see, like, what is this going to be all about? Yeah. That's the, <laughs> like, also, how is this going to work? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Is this all going to tie together, or are they just kind of, like, throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks? I don't know. Not a clue. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm pro- I'd say that's what I'm looking most forward to, too. Out of sheer curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier looks... I, I have no doubt that it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks good so yeah. far, but you don't see much of it. You see the U.S. agent high-fiving some football players. Yeah. 
And then uh, the the Falcon practicing tossing that shield around. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks good. And uh, Baron Zemo, you get to see him a little bit. Oh uh, yeah. Who is in uh, Civil, Civil War? War. I like to see. He was good in that. Yeah. So I'm glad he's back. Yeah. Apparently he wears the uh, the actual of costume. Course. Of course he does. The the purple ski mask. Oh, fucking. It's gonna be great. Good lord. Gonna be great. If he tops it off with a gold tiara, it'll fucking be amazing. Fanboys over here. <laughs> and then I don't know anything about Loki. It literally showed him in yeah, like some sort of prisoner being, uniform, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Owen Wilson's in there, oh wow. Oh wow, look out. Maybe he put him in that uniform. Who knows? <laughs> Can't wait. There was um, a breakdown I saw of it, because I kind of wanted to... I was trying to make out what it was on, like, Loki's jumpsuit that he was wearing. Yeah. And it's like a, some initials for something. And they speculated it to be, like, uh, he got captured by, like, some time and space police. Oh, God. <laughs> Because he's like jumping around. Oh yeah, because he stole. Yeah, he stole the tesseract. And I'm like, if they do that sort of ridiculous premise, I think I'm gonna love it. Good God, <laughs> like some Langoliers type shit. <laughs> God, uh, be so geeky. I know, and it's so good, right? <laughs> God, can you imagine? Well, I'm sure we'll talk about all of them when they come out. Ah. <sighs> In we only have a year, a year or wait, a, yeah. to wait. less than a year for well Loki, but like, yeah, less than a year when like the Marvel series start coming out. That's it, that's it. Um, there was a trailer for Minions Two, uh, the yeah. Road to Gru or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know what. It, I uh, saw a little bit of that. It uh, it's listen. So Macy has been watching Despicable Me. Uh, more often, and more often than not, she just wants to watch the Minions movie. I just was in a Twitter conversation with, uh, I think it was Sam and Langley, about some bullshit kids movies coming out. (laughs) And I think somebody brought, an OJ brought up, like, Boss Baby again, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, I would rather watch Minions over Boss Baby. Really? I think it's funnier. Okay. <laughs> and somehow less annoying to me. They're not farting in they're not farting out their baby powder. No. There's no ass spank montage followed by a <laughs> fart in a cloud of powder. <clears throat> uh and also Despicable Me 3 has Trey Parker as the bad guy in it. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Like, yeah. he's a perfect freaking bad guy in that. Even though when I just watched it this last time, I only like his part. <laughs> <clears throat> and the movie is, like, twice as long as that. So it kind of sucks. But him playing the evil brat is so good. What do you want? Do you, like, just buy him or? Uh, I, I share a, a Movies Anywhere oh, app gotcha. with GHD. And he's got him on there for his kids. I'm going to tell you, we're going to have to, like, split that or something. Because I got some codes for movies that I could probably share, too. Yeah. Uh, but any t- anytime Trey Parker's like, I've been a bad boy! <laughs> I just lose my shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, but anyway, Minions 2 looks fine. <laughs> looks whatever. <laughs> um, 
So they they showed another trailer for the new James Bond. Oh yeah, the No Time to Die. Yeah, didn't show much else. Yeah, um, I feel like the stinger, it. like the stingers for the Super Bowl this year, weren't as like like mind blowing as they have been. Yeah, they. I I can't. I don't even know if it showed much of anything different. Really, maybe more like yeah. expanded. But, like, some of these trailers, like, just came out, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, like, why didn't they just wait for them to yeah. drop on, like, a big occasion? That's weird to me, I yeah. guess. Like, the James Bond one just came yeah. out, like, a couple weeks ago. I was hearing, uh, I'm, I'll give this credit to credits due. Hello. Oh. Uh, that, um, uh, Ben from that said that the person that's writing... This James Bond is the same person that writes for Killing Eve. Uh-huh. And I've been watching that, and it's really fucking good. Okay. So with that, and then the director being the guy that directed um, the first season of True Detective. Okay. It's like, this might be pretty fucking good. Alright, that's pretty good. Um, I Not that the other ones were even, like, bad. It's just, like, no. I don't care about them. I don't, James Bond is such, like, a, a weird, archaic character. <laughs> Like, yeah. Especially with, like, today's cultural standards where yeah. it's like, oh, here's a detective that fucks women. <laughs> and okay. murders people. And then murders people. I mean, he's got a license to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, like, it's weird that they make such a huge deal about a James Bond movie coming out. Yeah. And then when it does and, like, kind of just sits there. And it never was good as the first one that came out with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Like, all of them were just like, oh, it's fine. Like, nobody talked like about... A, uh, or, uh, yeah, I like Casino Royale, and I like... Uh, Skyfall was pretty good. Skyfall was, like, the my next favorite one. But, like... Uh, I, I guess I didn't really... The one thing I didn't like about Skyfall is that they go to, like, the James Bond <laughs> residence. Yeah. Like, I mean, actually, like, make it, like, solid that he's an actual person. Yeah. And I guess that's always how it's ever been. Yeah. But they've, like, it makes more sense if you want to have this franchise live in, like, perpetuity that yeah. uh, you would just have it be a code name. And that's yeah. the name that comes when yeah. you're a 007. Mm -hmm. Like, even if, even if that's not how they intended it, like, just leaving it for someone to, like, imagine it that that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, what's the, what's the harm? The no harm. Yeah, just let it happen. But I guess the, the, what they when they originally wrote it, they wanted to have Sean Connery play his dad. Oh. And he back he didn't want to do the movie because yeah. he's retired from acting or whatever. Yeah. But if they would have got him, that would have been amazing. Oh, that would been. And then that would have been fine for me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's James Bond's house. Yep. Yeah. Like everyone <laughs> before that was like his brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like nine. He's like six brothers named James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would have been pretty cool, but didn't happen that way, did it? Yep. Um, do you have any trailers? Uh, well, we, we talked yet? about, uh, Disney Plus with, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Uh, they put out a teaser for season two of, uh, Altered Carbon. Okay. Which is like a, a show that me and Molly really enjoyed. And, uh, the new main character in it is going to be played by Anthony Mackie. Oh, Mac Man. Because, like, the whole thing about the show is that it's almost kind of like a Doctor Who premise, kind of, where cool. people can put their consciousness into any body that they can find. Okay. 
and uh, at the end of the last, at the end of the first season, he puts his conscience, like, he gives up the body that he was using the whole season, and then takes a new one, they never show who it is, and they revealed in this teaser that it's going to be Anthony Mackie, so the main character's going to be played by Anthony Mackie in the next, it's the same person from the first season, but it's going to be played by Anthony Mackie. Cool. I'm into it. So, yeah, it's... And it's a really cool, like, it's a really cool premise, and they built, like, this really cool futuristic world that's really fun to watch. Okay. So, yeah, check out Altered Carbon if you can, because it's a pretty fun show. And it's, like, very, very sexual, too. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, the dude's having sex, like, every fucking show, every, every episode. Oh, my gosh. Why? I've been sleeping on this. Yeah. So check out Altered Carbon. Sexy shows. Very sexy. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the only other one I have outside of the big one uh-huh. is they put out a trailer for Spiral. Yes, I also saw this. Which is supposed to be a playoff of Saw. From the book of Saw. From the book of Saw. <laughs> Weirdly starring Chris Rock. As executive producer. Yeah, and yeah, executive producer and a detective. Yes. <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah. I... I I remember breaking. We broke this news, obviously, when uh, yeah. it came out. Uh, so I remember hearing this and thought it was like a very odd choice for Chris Rock to want to start this franchise o- over again. Yeah, but maybe he really loves it. Like, who am I to say poo-poo on whatever yeah. people like? But yeah. it just seemed like an odd choice for him to want to do. I guess in his career. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like I've always loved Saw. I want to do Saw. Like what you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I it's guess like, it's like Arrested Development. Her? <laughs> uh, it's a may and egg. <laughs> she takes a bite of an egg and squirts a mayonnaise back in her mouth. God. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks fine. It looks like a saw. It looks like they're going yeah. back to, um, like, a, the simplify it a little bit, I guess. Yeah. for now. Yeah, that's the thing I liked about the first saw was that it was just, it was such a simple premise. Yeah. And it, it, it always, it was anchored by two guys that were told to kill each other sitting in a room together. Yeah. And then, like, figuring out. Like, the pieces to get them to where they are now. Yeah. Even the second one, I, I like. Because uh, it still has, like, the same type of... Yeah. It's it's still people in a trap, but it's just more of them. Yeah. I mean, but it, at one point, it just became, like, torture porn. Yeah. Where it's like, there's no way these people can get out of here. Yeah. Like, the thought... <laughs> it was originally set up, like... You can get out of here if you sacrifice a part of yourself. Yeah. To like hu- like uh uh not humor you but um humble you a yeah. bit. And like the second one was kind of like that with more people, but then like by the time I got to like the third, fourth, whatever, yeah. It's just like death traps that you cannot escape. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like you yeah. don't learn anything. Yeah. You just are fucked. I'm just going to kill you slowly. And That's like it. a trap so elaborate. That how did a man wheelchair bound with brain cancer or the chick from Becker set these up? (laughs) (laughs) I never learned her name. 
She's always the she's chick, the from, chick Becker. from Becker. Remember that show, Becker? Oh, fuck. That was a pretty decent show. Ted Danson's a national treasure. I do not remember Becker. <laughs> I that barely well. remember Becker. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> Dear. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Becker was a name of a show that Ted Danson was in and yeah. played the titular Becker. <laughs> he was he was the titular Becker. Uh, check it out sometime. It's probably nowhere on streaming or anything. <laughs> you can only buy like the standard definition DVDs. It's only HD DVDs are on. <laughs> only HD DVDs. <laughs> uh uh -oh. oh, what's going on? Someone doesn't want to go to sleep. Not wanting to go to bed. Um, but that leads us to our big one, though. Oh yeah, the big in. Oh, Troy, the big boy, the, the big, big daddy, in. big brother. We, we teased, we teased it last week. That's right. They put a teaser out. That's right. For the teaser. Yep. Or just for the trailer. I'm gonna say it's a teaser for the trailer. That's right. And now the trailer's out. We saw it. That's right, we did. And I can't fucking wait. <laughs> F9. F9. The saga. The saga. The fast saga. The... You know, I'm gonna end up just calling this movie Fine because of F9. I'm gonna shorten it to Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Well, it sets up for a pretty sweet reveal of your review when we, have, when we do it where it's like, guess what? F9? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's got it's got a lot of legwork to do, okay? True. It can't it's already got to try to beat 7. Yeah, cuz 7 did everything. 7 did everything, we know that. Even 8 couldn't even touch it. Yeah. So, it's got a and lot of legwork. 8 had a fucking to... submarine in it. That's right. <laughs> uh, it also it had, had a submarine and had a scene where it rained cars <laughs> and it still did nothing anywhere near as close as what 7 did. That's right. <laughs> It had Hobbs and Shaw in it. They were so popular it had their own spinoff. Yeah. And now they're not back. They're not back. But parts of Shaw's family are. Yeah. I've heard, like, Lu like people have seen Lucas Black in the background. Really? Yeah. Lu wait, Lucas Black? Or Lucas, uh, who the fuck, who the fuck, uh, played, uh, the brother? Lucas. Oh. Uh, Evans. Lucas Luke Evans. Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not Lucas, but Lucas Evans. People have said that, like, when they watch the trailer, they can see Lucas Evans in the background. Jesus. And then, uh, the mom's back. Why am I spacing on her name now? Yeah. Uh, uh la 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 la. <clears throat> anyway, the Shaw mom is back. Yeah, Shaw mom's back. Uh, uh, uh why am I spacing on everybody's name? <laughs> it, uh, Charlize Theron is back in mm -hmm. the worst haircut put to film. Hey, didn't you say... I think this is your quote. What? That you hated Charlie Theron's hair so much in eight that she should just get a fucking pixie cut. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah! I'm oh, pretty sure God. you said that. <clears throat> and now she's back with... It's like a mixture of a pixie cut and a bowl cut, but it's yeah. pretty fucking gross. It's a gross haircut. She should probably just get the gross <laughs> fucking... Uh, dreadlocks back with how awful <laughs> I don't hair know looks. about that but she yeah. looks like a choir boy with her fucking hair <laughs> she looks like she should sell paint like a dutch boy haircut <laughs> but the big addition troy oh i know 
The big addition. The big one. Han. Oh. Or no. Well, that's later. <laughs> Two big additions. Whoa. I was talking about Johnson Uh. That's right. That's right. Playing Dom's brother. <laughs> that's right. Not people, even really long lost, I guess. People were speculating who the fuck is John Cena going to play in this. <laughs> and now he's fucking Dom's brother. Of course he is Dom's brother. I want to know how that he yeah. never was even brought never up. Never even has real insinuated family. that he has a brother that's out there. And he's, then out of nowhere he's like, by the way, guys, I have a brother and he's back. And I've known you for like... 20 years the weekly planet <laughs> was talking about this trailer and they're like john cena plays dom's brother and for 20 years or 10 years like builds himself up to be like this <laughs> huge terrorist of a guy but when only he was stealing dvd players from, from fast and the furious one yeah. He knew it. He was going to become it's this 20 years. 2001. <clears throat> oh, my God. was when Fast and Furious came out. So, for 20 years, he's ignored that he has a fucking, like, assassin brother. <laughs> An assassin brother. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dom really started at the bottom just stealing DVD yeah. players when his brother was full-on assassin. Dom is like the quintessential started from the bottom, now I'm here. <laughs> he's totally With his brother. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah, he's draking it. Where his brother was like, just uh, infinitely <clears throat> came out, was like, I'm going to start out being an international assassin. <laughs> and then Dom's like, you know what? I'm going to be a little humble. I'm going to steal DVD players first. <laughs> Then I'm gonna get up to your level. That's I'm gonna right. work. I'm gonna work from the ground That's up. Right. I'm gonna put in the work. <laughs> I have all the potential <laughs> in the world. I'm just gonna wait for someone to find me, to make me an international symbol. Yeah, whatever. I'm waiting for that. Kurt Russell to give me that that call. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt oh. Russell's gonna notice <clears throat> me one of these days. And when he does, it's gonna lead me right to my brother. <laughs> In a movie, as soon as the rock's out. Yeah. And this this trailer's gotten so ridiculous that it just seems like people are, like, legit throwing cars at each other. Oh, for sure. Like, people are, like, legit driving cars with the sheer intent of having them fly and hit people uh-huh. with the intent that, oh, it's not, he's, that person's not going to die. Right. And they don't. In fact, they're not even bleeding. <laughs> yeah. There even is like, uh, it's a meme now of the car swinging on that rope is called Carzan. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Carzan. <laughs> oh my God. This movie is going to be so good. Yeah. Not- long story short, I'm. This is the one review I'm probably looking forward to the most this year. It looks like it should be a good time. God, I can't wait. I can't wait either. We need to get Neil in this. Yep. Get he him in. He probably doesn't even know jack shit about Fast Furious. will be like, we'll fill you in afterwards. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're coming with us. It, they're just rewriting the rules as they go. <laughs> yeah. They're bringing people back from the Han's dead. back! Han's back with his bag of chips he or came whatever. came in with his bag of corn nuts, <laughs> eating the shit. Oh, I can't wait to see God. how they finagle Han not dying in that car explosion. 
They literally showed him hang upside down, dying in the car. Yeah. The car blows up minutes after they show him still in the car. Yeah. He's still alive. Somehow still alive. <laughs> I also like, to that he's like a fan favorite, right? And then he was killed by Jason Statham, who was yeah. the bad guy. Yes. And then immediately became like a fan favorite, so now he's kind of a good guy. Yeah. But if he ever comes back... How is that going to work? Like when Han and Shaw meet up yep. and it's like, didn't you kill me and we're bad for a whole movie? Ah, now I'm okay, brother. I'm okay, brother. <laughs> I got a sister and a brother. <laughs> a brother has a weird scab on his face. Because he was a villain in the movie, two movie, the movie before mine. <laughs> My mom's in jail. She's in the slammer. Ah, <laughs> uh, perfect. Where's my strawberry tart? <laughs> there is a For lot my... of the Shaw family in these movies. More than any of... More than Dom's family. I mean, I know that the whole thing is based on family. But legit blood family. There's a lot of Shaws in this franchise. You realize that? Yeah. There's. Oh, yeah. The Shaw family is like the dynasty of this franchise. <laughs> It's like the Toretto's and the Shaw's are the two main <clears throat> the two right. main families in the Fast and Furious world. That's right. And if Paul Walker wouldn't have died, it would have been also the Bryans. Yeah. Also, Brian, what was his name? Brian, uh... Brian, Brian. Yeah, I don't I remember, don't remember what his, what his name, name was. They just yeah. always yelled Brian. Brian. <laughs> Brian. But yeah. Brian is Brian. He probably took Toretto's. He probably took the Toretto name when he married his <laughs> sister. <laughs> I'm Brian Toretto now. We're legit family now. Yeah. Which like she's back in this too. Yeah. So how are they gonna explain Brian? Don't know. Do you think they're gonna bring back the brother and like like CGI over, CGI his, over face? his face the whole time? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. They did it for the end of seven. I mean, they did everything in seven. Yeah, like he just comes in at the end. Yeah, there is that one movie where they're trying to have a, what was it, the guy like uh, that dead actor that was gonna star oh, in James it. James Dean. Yeah, they're gonna James Dean, Paul Walker over his brother. <laughs> yep. Apparently, no, I don't know. That's that'd be. I could see them doing that. The technology's there. Yeah, they just have to steal it from old Disney. Yeah. <clears throat> And they're just gonna they're gonna charge him a third of their charity <laughs> <Yeah>. earnings. <laughs> yeah. if they ask for it. That's right. Give us a third of the money that you give to charity. <laughs> and then take it from the charity you gave it to. Sick pricks. <laughs> uh yeah, that that that's all the trailers. That's that I all got. the trailers, Troy, which means we're getting to a segment that I think a lot of people are looking forward to on this episode. <laughs> We're getting the term random movies, Troy. And it was The Happening versus The Birdcage. Yeah. And uh, even though I do like The Birdcage quite a bit, you The Happening. Down. I, I, I think I voted for The Happening. Oh, God. I'm trying to do everything in my power to vote against The Happening. I'm telling you, Sam's campaign. Hashtag of, it's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag it's happening. With a whole bunch of hot dog emojis. <laughs> it's really winning people it's over. It's literally, it's, it's, man, 
Sam, you should work for, like, a fucking presidential campaign because you know how to get to people. That's right. And it's fucking up down here. Oh, yeah. Tell you what. <laughs> yep. So, hashtag it's happening. Yep. Hot dog emojis. Yep. Is moving on. It's in the finals. And it will face the winner of the Nutty Professor versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. So, it's it's getting down to the wire. That's right. We've only got two more matchups before we find out what movie we'll be reviewing at a later date. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. I have uh, my pick of what I would like to win. <laughs> All together. All together now. And it's probably going to be the one of this, <laughs> the winner of this match. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> Troy is not hashtag it's happening. <laughs> I want to tell you right now, none of my initial thoughts of what would go to the end did. No. I think I'm right there with you. I don't even remember what led up to this where it's just like this doesn't even look like what i made <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like, i thought chitty chitty bang bang would at least get through the first round and it yeah. was not <laughs> and that very much upset the apple cart for me <laughs> it was upsetting <laughs> well troy nutty professor versus teenage Mutant ninja turtles we'll find out who wins to move on in the finals to face the happening to see what movie we'll review at a later date. Hit us up at Review Review Pod. Put in those votes. Put in those votes. Throw it up in a retweet. Could it be happening? Could <laughs> we'll we see. talk about the lovely dexterity of hot dogs <laughs> on an episode? Their lovely shape. Their lovely shape <laughs> and their, how they're full of protein. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So yeah, check it out on the Twitters. Do all the things we just said. Do uh, all those things. Well, we've made it. We're finally here. We've done it. We've we, gotten through all the bullshit. Yeah. And now we're here. We touched on a little bit of what the man thinks, Jude. That's right. Of this. Now we've gotten to what do we think? That's right. Of the life aquatic with Steve Susu. <laughs> So for the long t longest time, I thought this was Steve Azuzu. Like, and I put too many syllables in it, and I would always say it like Azuzu. Like, Azuzu. Azuzu. <laughs> and it wasn't until... I had to actually listen to how they were saying it so it would break me of saying it. But now that I've said it, it's out in the, it's out in the world now, and I'm just going to say it every yeah. time. So Steve Azuzu. Steve Azuzu. This movie came out December 25th. Oh, 2004. Christmas. Uh, a budget of $50 million. Ooh. I know. The highest it budget that uh, Wes Anderson bit. had at the time. Yeah, that does seem a tad bit up there for, like, something. Like, this seems smaller, so it was definitely. Yeah. Seems but up there. Things that film in water are usually expensive, but yeah. who knows if that's it. That's true. Uh, domestically, it only raked in $24 million. Ooh. And worldwide, altogether, $34 million. Oh! That international uh, audience only spent $10 million on this movie. Oh my god. <clears throat> so it flopped. That sucks. Pretty hard. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has us at 56%. Oh. IMDb, six or uh, 7.3 out of 10. And Metacritic, 62%. Uh, the Nut Gallery yeah. gives this 3 out of 5 stars. Oh my. I know, I know. It's very middle of the road. Yeah, quite. Um, I can see that. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll get into it a little bit later. I actually okay. confuse this movie with a movie that I also have not seen. Okay. The Darjeeling Unlimited. Yeah, because I've the, never seen the covers to these movies are very similar. Really? They use the same font, and <laughs> it's the same director. Yeah. And it's people staring blankly ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of people staring blankly ahead on somewhat of like a blue cover. Yeah. And it's bright yellow letters, the same font. So I always like get them mixed up, yeah. even though I haven't seen the one. And I've heard, like, out of all of Wes Anderson's movies, like, the Darjeeling Limited is supposed to be the worst one he's ever made. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to talk just a bit about Wes Anderson before we dive into the movie, if that's Go okay. Go for it. Like, this is the first one Wes Anderson movie we've ever done, I think. I think you're right. <clears throat> um, well, mostly because of probably of this. I'm not a huge Wes Anderson fan. No, I'm kind of the same. Um, I like his aesthetic on on certain things mm -hmm. i think it's got a great visual flair yeah the one thing that i can't get into is just his kind of droll storytelling technique yeah and maybe droll is too harsh of a word but it's just like uh i don't even know like a just a muted i'll say that yeah. a muted like story telling yeah uh it's very like downplayed yeah well there's a i think it was like a couple months ago me and molly just had this discussion where it's like were we just too young to get wes anderson <laughs> when like all these when like his movies first started coming out so we were like okay well let's give it a shot and so we watched um i think uh, the royal tenenbaums was like on netflix uh -huh. so we watched it one day and that movie fucking sucks <laughs> We we tried our best to watch it, and we were like, "This movie fuck it blows so fucking bad. Movie is fucking terrible." Uh -huh. So like, we were just kind of came to the conclusion where it's like, you know what? Maybe we just yeah we we're always gonna be stuck on the idea that we just we're not the biggest Wes Anderson fans. Yeah, but there are things that his that I've seen that I like. Like I do like. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel is really good. Yeah, I I've seen I haven't seen all of that, um, but what I have seen I I did like. Yeah, I wouldn't say I like really enjoyed it. Yeah, but it, out of all the Wes Anderson things I've seen, it's been my favorite yeah. one. I think like the two that I liked the most were were that and uh, Rushmore is okay. I kind of like Rushmore. Okay, but other than that, like everything else I've really seen of his. I've never been the biggest fan of. Right. I'm right there with you. Um, so, I know GHD, he pretty, he not praises Wes Anderson, but he likes him quite a bit. But maybe it's just like... But I, I don't even know if I, my thought is going to be correct. Because I was like, he's seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. So maybe it's just like a movie fan's kind of director yeah but like you'd watch a ton of stuff and you're also kind of in the same boat as me yeah like you see way more stuff than i do oh yeah totally <laughs> and more of like an expanded palette totally yeah so it must just be different strokes maybe for different folks yeah you think and wes anderson's just kind of like maybe an acquired taste yeah 
but it's one that I go back to fairly infrequently. But even when I do get like the taste of it, I'm just like, I don't know if I like this <laughs> or not. I'm looking for something else during it to happen. Yeah. And, uh, but that might, uh, I don't know. That, that thought wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I'll just say period at the end of that sentence. Gotcha. So, uh, that being said, what happened in the life aquatic with Steve Zuzu? Well, Zuzu. We follow the titular Steve Zuzu. <laughs> Who is currently trying to find money to to fund his next project, where he's going to film the murder of a shark? <laughs> yeah, that has murdered his best friend, yes. Esteban. Yes. And in the process of that process of that, he comes across a man that claims to be his long lost son. Yes. Played by Owen Wilson. Yep. Who uh, joins the team as they go on their expedition? to find this illustrious quote unquote tiger shark that may jaguar jaguar shark, shark yeah. that may have killed his best friend Esteban yeah my i think one of my favorite parts of this movie is like the very beginning where they show like yeah. that whole f- sequence and like Willem Dafoe shouts Defoe, over the yeah. boat he's like did he bite him? Yeah. <laughs> and then Bill Murray's like, Dude, he ate him. Willem Dafoe is like one of the most like uh, low-key best characters in this whole thing. Yes. Because he's just like, he's like almost, he's like borderline kind of clueless and always like in your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like... say like he's probably is my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> I wanted to see more of him all the time. There's that one where like he gets in like Owen Wilson's face and then he walks away, and then like halfway down the dock, he just look like looks back at him. <laughs> and I started losing my shit. Like the minute he turns back, they cut away, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> also, that uh, the earlier scene where Esteban gets his shit ate, <laughs> when he's just like, "You got crazy eyes." You got crazy eyes, Steve, and then it zooms in on yeah, Steve, and he's got like fucking bugged out eyes. <laughs> I just love where he's, yeah, he's just like, like waiting in the water, like, Esteban! Esteban! Like, Steve, are you okay? Esteban! <laughs> so, uh, my, I think the premise is a, is a funny premise. Oh, dude, I know, like, that was the first thing that came to my mind, where it was like, if they would have stuck to, like, just this premise... I think it would have been really interesting. Cause it's like, imagine, like, if, like, Steve Irvin, if he was still alive, was like, guess what, guys? My next project? I'm going to find the snake that bit my son. I'm going to murder right in front of you. <laughs> like, Jesus, Steve. <laughs> well, crikey, man. I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> I'm right it <knack> off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I, I think it's a, a, a great premise yeah. of them being, like, these, I guess, explorers that yeah. are filming a documentary. They almost kind of play it up as, like, a PBS show, kind of. Like, yeah. the, like the, the the aesthetic of the show in and of itself feels like a... Like, it's like, it looks very 70s. Yes. Everything in this looks, like, actually pretty 70s. But yes. it's like, yeah, but their show kind of feels, like, very, like, public access, like, and now we are... Diving into the ocean. Yes. And oh my, look at this. We found this. Yeah. And, and like, it has that very, like, awkward, like, everything's just kind of a beat off. 
Yeah, yeah. Where they're I'll like, beat off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> where it's like, and then Steve found a pack of seals. And then he just like raises his hand next to it. <laughs> Everything just feels like so like, wait, this doesn't feel natural. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which that's what I love about it too is that they film everything and it's kind of like frame it the way they want it to. Yeah. I do like that. I didn't necessarily like the whole um Claire uh, not uh it, why am I Claire Danes, is that right? No. Ah shit. Yeah. I let me look her up. Um why am I spacing on every name today? <laughs> um her coming in, I guess it it was a like a decent enough like romantic foil between like Owen Wilson and like Steve Zizou. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't yeah. say Bill Murray, but uh, <laughs> but I just felt I didn't feel anything for it. I thought it was kind of like at the end of the day, kind of forced. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Um, and I, so I didn't get much out of it, and I didn't really get much out of. Except for like a little, a uh, few gags here and there, like yeah. a much uh, out of the like the father and son relationship that Owen Wilson came in with. A little bit, like um, so like uh, when this first started, like especially in the beginning, even though I I enjoyed a little bit more of the beginning, it did kind of like strike me as like typical Wes Anderson, where I'm like, Ugh, doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like this is going really anywhere. Uh huh. And then like like. How you were saying, like, I felt like the whole father-son aesthetic was kind of annoying. Uh-huh. But then, as they got onto the ship and they actually started doing, like, their adventure, this movie kind of won me over a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I haven't seen this since it came out. So, like, I, I haven't seen, like, this movie in, like, fucking long-ass time. Uh-huh. And I felt like all, like, all that time they spent on the island, I was like, this feels like they're going nowhere uh-huh. and i wasn't really getting into it but then once they got on the ship and they started doing their adventure where they were like all these like little like uh like tasks they were getting involved in were like they all had like their little bit of charm to them where i was like loving it yeah. like even them like storming the that hennessy tower and just stealing all of his shit jeff goldblum stuff. And, then, <laughs> and then like and then like uh them getting stormed by the pirates then like saving the fucking uh the fucking hack. Uh-huh. Like, the bank hack. Yeah. <laughs> like, all those, like, little things here and there, like, it was just enough where, like, the minute I felt like I was losing interest, they would do it. They would have another, like, mini adventure. Yeah. That was fun enough where I was getting right back into it. Yeah. I agree that I do like they threw all these little uh, wrinkles in there. Yeah. For the crew to have, like, this adventure. But, like, still... I, I still, during it, was, like, st- still not completely on board. I was still kind of bored in it as they were doing it. But I did like certain things. I did like they get, went to the Hennessy Tower thing and just raided it. Like, I thought that yeah, was just really funny. shit. I thought that was good. Uh, <laughs> I loved the, uh, not that this was a a uh, huge part of it but like for whatever he's just the dolphins under that swam underneath the boat oh, all I the know. time yeah my like i even remember like back when i saw it like it was still a part that i liked where he was like trying to like hey uh get the dolphins like swim under and see if they can like check out the engine and it's just, like he's like type something in he's like yeah they're not responding it's like 
fucking dolphins. <laughs> yeah, that part I liked. Uh, uh, I also really like, so it kind of blends in with the aesthetic, but I liked everybody that was introduced. And then they did that cutaway of the ship. Oh, yeah. And they That's went really through cool all look. the rooms and all that stuff. I yeah. really liked that um, he does that in not only this movie, but in some other ones, too. Yeah. Where he uses, like, small miniatures or props or something. Mm-hmm. Except this was actually, like, 140 feet long and 40 feet tall. Yeah. Like, like it's a definite set, because there's even, like, a scene where, like... Uh... Bill Murray and Owen Wilson are having a conversation while walking through, like, almost the entire ship. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool, too. Yeah. Um, so I liked, I liked that. Uh, and I, I do like that, uh, pretty much the crew is just a bunch of rapscallions that, yeah. uh, are filming this documentary for reasons. And so, like, is, uh... Steve Zizou, like, a very famous person in this movie? I think he's supposed to be. Or I think you're supposed to kind of take him as, like, a Steve Irwin type. Okay. Where, like, he goes in and, like... But, I don't know, but they do that whole thing where, like, he's showing his films at, like, weird French film festivals and stuff. Yeah. And he's I, trying to get funding that way. I th- So, like, um, I was reading a little bit about it, and uh, they based the movie off of... Uh, I think, like, Robinson Crusoe or something like that. Oh. Where he also documented his journeys. Yeah. And so it's kind of based on that. Oh. Where they would just get into, like, weird, goofy um, misadventures or whatever. Yeah. And it, obviously it's a satirical take on it. Yeah. I think it's Robinson Crusoe. I might be wrong. But, uh... Wait, or is that a show, Robinson Crusoe? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a book. Like, it's about a guy that shipwrecks. Uh, maybe I need to look this up. <laughs> Regardless, um, anyway, it, when it was jumping around to all these things, I, I did like that it broke it up, but I feel, to me, I thought the runtime overall was a little long for the movie. Like, it came in, like, almost at two hours exactly. Yeah. Where I felt like, I know that's kind of the aesthetic of Wes Anderson to, like, let these things kind of stretch and play out to yeah. make these kind of long, kind mm-hmm. of awkward scenes. Yeah. But I, I think in it almost went too long for me until it jumped to the next thing. Yeah. I, I was say. almost kind of happy with it once... When when they uh, when they finally, like, thwart the plans of the pirates, I was kind of like, it could probably end any time now. Yeah. I, I, I was about there, too. Um, and then, yeah, and then it, I think it goes on for, like, another 30 minutes after that. Oh, Jacques Cousteau. Oh, yeah. That's Jacques what I'm Cousteau. thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, the uh, outfits that they were wearing oh, is yeah. based on, like, yep. Jacques Cousteau. I can see that. I can see that. But, no, like, uh, like watching it this time around, I don't know. I was, I was kind of digging it just based on, like, uh, like, how Jude brought it up where, like, he kind of talked about, like, it's a man kind of, like, Coming to terms with, like, what's his fame going to turn into now that he's almost kind of washed up. Yeah. But I almost kind of saw it in, like, another way where it's, like, what if it's a man that's, like, trying to deal with, like, the the pluses and minuses of, like, being, like, uh, kind of considered, like, a role model as opposed to, like, an actual, like, influence on somebody. Like, it's one thing to be, like... Like, someone that, like, kids look up to, and it's another thing to be, like, 
one person come up to you saying, like, I want you to raise me. Sure. So it's almost kind of like watching a man deal with the idea of fatherhood. Yeah. For this, like, 30-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Or just in general. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think Owen Wilson in this is kind of, like, the idea, or, like, the idea of, like, what it could, like, what he could have been in terms of a father. And they even bring up, I think even, like, uh, his wife even brings up one point where it's like, oh, yeah, he shoots blanks. There's no way in hell he could be, <laughs> he could be your father or uh. whatever. But I think it's, yeah, it's a man... Dealing with, like, the comfort of not having to take responsibility for someone and getting to a point where it's like, oh, shit. Like, making it, like, a one-on-one thing, I have to take responsibility for them. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it has, like, a really cool, uh, like, premise of, like, how celebrities deal with this where it's like, well, I didn't raise your kids. Where it's like, well, you kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's all these people that look up to him and, like he's kind of a piece of shit of a per- human being mm-hmm. and then getting down to where it's like, okay, let's see how much of a real role model you are by giving you someone that's looked up to you and is like following your every word and you're kind of fucking them up. Yeah. Huh? So I, I don't know. I, I like watching it this time around. I really like that aspect of it. Okay. I, I, um, I liked the aspect where he was, like, trying to chase his previous fame. I like that. I think that makes a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, and then he just winds up. <laughs> I love how he hates Jeff Goldblum, too. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I love, like, their whole, like, I wanted more Jeff Goldblum in this. Yeah. Like, he's just like, those fuckers. <laughs> Still, like, my favorite, like... I, like, almost woke up Molly with laughter watching this part where, like, uh, it's right after, like, the pirates leave their ship for the first time. And they're about to, like, throw, like, the one dead pirate out to sea. Uh And they're just, like, talking about what they're going to do with the body. And then someone's like, oh, shit. And they turn around and it's fucking Jeff Goldblum's giant fucking ship right next to theirs. (laughs) Like, no one saw it coming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's, He's just like... Like, cover up everything that says Hennessy and throw that body out off the other side of the ship. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of throwing the bodies off the ship, I like the little funeral at the end where they lift the casket up and just throw it just overboard. Chuck it, yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know. Like, I almost appreciate the humor even more in like a movie like this where. It feels like nothing happens for so long, and then when they do something funny, it genuinely, like, hits me, where it's like, Jesus Christ, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is the first time I've ever seen it all the way through in a sitting. Um, Yeah. So, like, maybe on subsequent viewings, I would, knowing what's going to be happening, I can be waiting for these. Because just talking about it with you, I think, is funnier and I enjoy it more than actually watching it. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm where I'm at. Because I think, yeah, going back and I'm like, yeah, all that was really funny. But then I guess in the context of watching it by myself, yeah, for the most part, there were like screaming kids in the room. Mm. But uh, I just was like, none of this is hitting me 
the way I think the movie wants me to feel. Yeah, it's just kind of fallen flat for me. No, I can, I can, I can totally see that. Yeah, because it it's just like, especially with like a movie like this, like it's 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 probably not like a glowing uh, recommendation for, it, but it was like I feel like at points I'm waiting for something that when it hits, it hits me so hard that like I almost enjoy it more than if it was like nonstop like funny thing after funny thing after funny thing after funny thing. Yeah, and it's like almost in a way like. I almost kind of give Wes Anderson credit where it's like he throws it in at just the right point where I'm like, I get the biggest reaction for like the funny things he throws in there. Yeah. Like even, <laughs> I fucking lost my shit at the point where it, uh, when he finds Jeff Goldblum on the island and then like the pirate just comes up and shoots him right in the chest. Yeah. I, I like that too. <laughs> and then he's still alive somehow. <laughs> just like walks around with a fucking huge bandage on his <laughs> chest the rest of the movie <laughs> it's, just, it's just hey steve did you come to rescue me uh yeah and then they just get shot in the chest <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing playing cards with the pirates yeah. is that what he's doing? <laughs> and his whole team is buried out front <laughs> It's his entire fucking team is buried out front. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. They just treat it like, well, we found Hennessy's team. It's just a bunch of graves. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw your tweet also that you said that Wes Anderson hates dogs. God, yes. Every Wes Anderson movie I've watched, he does something terrible to a dog. Like, even in uh, Royal Tenenbaums, like... He just has the dog randomly die in a car accident. Oh, God. And yeah, and then in this, like, he has a three-legged dog where, like, he has Jeff Goldblum, like, hit him in the face with a paper, <laughs> and then they abandon him on a pirate island at the end. <laughs> like, what? What the fuck do you have against dogs, Wes oh, Anderson? Man. Didn't he make Isle of Dogs, or was that somebody else? Yeah, no, he made Isle of Dogs. I wasn't a big fan of Isle of Dogs, either. But, yeah, he treats some dogs in that like shit, too, even though it's animated. But still, they're fucking dogs. <laughs> um, I think my my favorite little gag in this is uh, when Owen Wilson comes in and he's like, Hey, I think I'm your son, or whatever. And yeah. then it's like, Oh, what, you, what would you name me if I was your son? Oh, I would name you Kingston, or whatever. Or we Kingsley? Can, <laughs> Kingsley. And uh, we can change your name to that if you want. And uh, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I, I think I'll just be fine. Well, we can get some stationery made up for you. Yeah. The stationery <laughs> comes in as Kingsley, quote, Ned yeah, Kingsley Plimpton Ned, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> Plimpton is his yeah, name. Yeah, Plimpton. And I think it wasn't even that. I think it was Suzu. Suzu on it. Yeah. And I was like, that's like, a funny. Yeah, his name changes around day. so much throughout the whole movie. It's like, yeah, he starts out as like, he's a Ned Plimpton. Then he's like, Ned uh, Ned Zizou, and then he's Kingsley Ned Zizou. <laughs> then by the end, at the end, I think he's like Ned Kingsley Plimpton. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought that when he opened up his like little stationary thing and it had his like Zizou name on there, I was like, that's pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was I don't know for some reason I just I just liked the the whole when they uh, introduce like the fan letters when like. Uh, Owen Wilson introduces, like, when he, like, shows him the letter that was, like, written to him by Steve when he was a little kid. And it's just, like, it's so automated. 
And then, yeah. like, when Steve's like, oh, by the way, I kept your letter. So then it's like, you can, like, go back and, like, find out, like, because there's, like, so many times on the automated one where it's like, uh, uh, dear Ned, to answer your first question, yes. <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck? What was the question? You don't get it till, like, the end of the fucking movie when he gets him the letter. <laughs> I think the question was, did you ever wish you could breathe underwater? <laughs> uh, fun fact, Bill Murray actually is a certified diver after this movie. Oh, wow. Uh, he put in over, like, 40 hours of diving experience while making yeah. it. So he is a certified diver now. So yeah. check it out sometime. So, uh... You said you liked like the like the aesthetic of it. What do you think of like the underwater scenes and stuff? I thought they were uh, fun. I liked them. Yeah. I like the little break in reality when it's like a fun, playful nature too. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like even like uh, all of like the animals that kind of show have like a they're like a weird mix of like CG and like stop motion kind of looking. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah I really like that, especially at the end of the submarine when all the sea life is is there yeah yeah i i like that a lot yeah <laughs> like fucking like uh hennessy guys like is that one of my turtles and it's just like this big fucking turtle with a camera on its back <laughs> yeah everyone is quiet and then hennessy is that one of mine and it's like this turtle with this big camcorder on its head <laughs> but yeah i i liked uh yeah, all the underwater stuff was pretty great. I liked yeah. it. And I guess I didn't uh, remember that was even in the movie. I didn't expect it either when I saw it. So I was like, oh, that's intriguing. Another, like, one of his little yeah. quirks that I, I like yeah. is that. But, um, yeah, but you brought up, like, you didn't you weren't a big fan of Kate Blanchett in it. And, like, given, like, I feel like what the movie was doing with, uh, with like, Steve Zazu being, like, trying to, like, uh, play around with... Uh, this like fatherhood type role that he was playing with. Yeah. Like I think she's kind of like the the motherhood type ideal of it where she's almost kinda of like Steve, where she's like talking about like she doesn't even want to have the baby and just kinda of, like wants to live her life as a reporter and doesn't want anything to do with it. And then once she kind of was like introduced to this moment of mortality, then she becomes more uh, accepting of this motherhood role. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like foreshadowing to like what Steve ends up being when like he sees Ned die, then he kind of accepts more of like that idea of being a father type figure. Yeah. Which like, uh, like I, I that's why I really like the end of this when like he comes across that kid that I think, I can't remember what he does in the beginning, but he sees that kid in the beginning and he just kind of blows him off. Yeah. But then when the kid comes up to him at the end, like he brings him on his shoulders and kind of adopts him into like the Team Zuzu yeah. type role where like he's willing to bring on people that would be impressionable to like what he does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what he did in the very beginning. Kind of just brushed him off. Yeah. Um but I think that's why cuz they even like point out like all the ages of the people on in in the team at the beginning and they're all like in their like, late 30s to early 40s, because it's, like, people that have already lived their lives, so, like, you can't yeah. really do anything to fuck them up now. Right. They're already fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they can get them eaten by sharks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think him, like, adopting this kid into the team, like, points out that he's willing to feel comfortable enough with his role that he's willing to take on people that are impressionable. Yeah. 
Because um, like Owen Wilson's like the one where it's like I like he is impressioned by him because he was like I grew up like being your biggest fan and everything, and I think I'm your son and everything. Where it's like now he has to deal with someone that like in his face being like I, you raised me even though you never raised me right kind of thing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I I get all that. I just never. I guess I never fell into like her role. Um, I just I I I found it a little bit more distracting from yeah. Steve. Who I wanted to watch more. Yeah, no, I get that, but I, I like, and I can see like how she's not like a character that you're like really looking forward to seeing like how she develops. But it's like I think she's kind of a uh, either like used as a tool to foreshadow what Steve turns into, or just kind of like a. Like, kind of like a, a counterpart to him. Where it's like... I think, like, the reason they hate each other is because they're so much alike. Yeah. 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 Um, can I have, like, a bit of a hot take here? Do it! I don't know if I'm, like, the hugest fan of Bill Murray. Yeah? Uh, I, I know that might sound like sacrilege. Because <laughs> he's known as just being the coolest guy ever. Oh, yeah. But I just don't think he's fun to watch. He doesn't hold my attention. Um, I mean, there's movies that he does, like, more of his earlier stuff, like in Stripes or, like, yeah. Ghostbusters or something. Yeah. Um, but, like, in his later work, like, it's a crapshoot whether or not I like it or not. Yeah. I think with Bill Murray, I feel like he tried to go, like, the Robin Williams route, where I feel like Robin Williams... I think Robin Williams is more in touch with how to play a more emotional role. Mm -hmm. And I think when Bill Murray tries to be emotional, he comes off like more of like a, not, not vacant, more kind of like a, like a dickhead. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cause like, I don't know, like everything I've seen with Bill Murray when he does, when he does a dramatic role, it always is. It starts out with him being like a real piece of shit. Yeah. And I think it's just because, like, he's just naturally sardonic in that way. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, you can even see it from his earlier stuff. Like, yeah. he plays it really cool. He's super oh, yeah. sarcastic. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I think now that he's, like, older and he can just take whatever role he wants. Because, you know, he's got that answering machine that he'll just answer a call that sounds fun to him. Yeah. That's how he gets work now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just, I get, like, he'd want to do just something that interests him only. Yeah. But, like, what interests him, I don't think interests me as much. And, and you know, I get that. Like, uh, especially with this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, he never really, like, I could see the flaws in him. And, like, he definitely comes off as, like, a real prick throughout. Like, he's even, like, comes off as, like, mildly, like... Uh, homophobic through most of this too. <laughs> yeah, well, he calls Goldblum a faggot at one point. Yeah, early on, and he in keeps the movie. calling he keeps calling Kate Blanchett a bull dyke throughout yeah. the whole thing too. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, but I think that's like also that's part of the whole thing where it's like he's just like he's just he's supposed to be like a piece of shit in yeah. that sense. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, but I don't know. Like, I think in this he does a good job of like showing. Someone that's kind of jaded by, like, having so many things handed to him for so long that, like, he's kind of 
forgot what it is to be a role model for somebody. Yeah. Like, even, like, down to where, like, it seems like his wife has been, like, fucking, like, helping him along for so long that he just doesn't, he doesn't even, like, remember, like, what the show was for. Because mm-hmm. there's that whole part where, like, his team's watching, like, an early episode of theirs, and they're like, those, those were the days. Mm-hmm. And now it's down to a point where it's like, well, we need to get funding for this, so we got to make it look good. Like, uh-huh. so much of, even, like, down to where they have, like, real moments in this, they have, like, the one, like, Indian guy that's their cameraman. Like, they'll do, like, a real, like, they'll do, like, a super real moment where, like, someone's about to die or something, and then it's like, what's the lighting on this? And it's just, like, he comes back and it's like, <laughs> Oh, we got we got decent lighting on this. Okay, let's, let's let's get the camera in. Like, like that one part where like Owen Wilson like almost drowned, and they're like they're like doing CPR and they're like, come on, come on, come on. And then then like he finally starts breathing, and then and it's like, what's lighting on this? And then they bring the fucking like lighting thing in. Where like I love shit like that. Where it's like, even like super real moments where it's like someone it's like life or death. They're still like, okay, did it look good? Did it look good? Okay. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's let's do something else. <laughs> like, I lo- like it even like kind of points out like how full of shit documentaries are nowadays. Where, like, maybe you could start with with an idea that's like genuine, but then it kind of turns into okay, what's gonna get people talking? What's what's gonna like make this look good? Uh-huh. It's to where it's like it's just another movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Very good. Uh, even I, like that first part where it's like he even comes out and says, "Yeah, my next movie, I want to kill an animal." And then like all of, like the rich snobby people that have been following him his entire career, where he's like this nature, he's like this nature like documentary person, and they're like, "That's a that's a bold move. <laughs> what a what a what a what a bold next film to do." Or yeah. like, like you probably start like following him because he's like he's so nature. He's like so all about nature, and now you're being like, "Oh, what a what a, what a risky move to <laughs> to kill an endangered species of animal for your next film." I'm like, God, you're so full of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't have much else uh, to talk about this movie. I guess I kind of went through all my talking points I want yeah. to get to. I um, the scene where Owen Wilson dies, I kind of liked. Yeah, because. I don't know, they did, like, this really cool, uh, like, foreshadowing type thing. Not even foreshadowing, but it was, like, uh, they do, like, a cool aspect where they faintly show, like, underneath the surface of the water while he's dying, where, like, you almost kind of get this idea where it's, like, oh, it was just a helicopter crash, like, they're gonna be fine. But then every time, like, it dips under the water just a little bit, all you see is red, where you're like, oh, oh, fuck! It's way worse than we think it is, uh-huh. and it's probably it's even way worse than what you probably think Steve thinks it is, because he's like he's like comforting Owen Wilson, like, oh, it's okay, you're fine. Like, it was just a helicopter crash, and then every time it dips under the water just a little bit, all you see is like this big red, where it's like, oh, fuck! No, he's fucked, <laughs> and, and like even he doesn't understand how how fucked he is. Yeah, like I don't know. I I thought that was like a really cool like mm. there's. There's, like, small bits of things in here that I love. It's just, like, I'm just... I don't think I'm just the biggest Wes Anderson fan. Yeah. I'm the same way. There are pizza, uh, parts of this that I was like, yeah, that's that's really funny, or I like the way they did that, I like this. But then it, I, it was a little bit few and far between for me, I think. I feel, yeah. Um, 
So what uh, what kind of grade would you want to throw on this uh, flick? Like I said, like in the beginning, it kind of felt like classic Wes Anderson with me, where I was like, ah, I feel like he's just kind of treading water like the entire uh, Royal Tenenbaums was like for me. But then, I don't know, once they got onto the boat and they started doing their adventure, like all their like small adventures in there like kind of won me over more and more as it went on. And even though I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a big Wes and big Wes Anderson fan now, I don't know. I, I think this movie won me over enough where I didn't hate it, and I maybe I maybe like another couple years or so I might go back and revisit it just to see if I still feel the same way. So I'll give it like a solid B. Okay, not like a high one or a low one, just like a middle of the road B. Okay. Um, again, like I um appreciate like the aesthetics of the movie more than anything. I really think he's got a great eye of like what looks good. Um, and some, uh, of his dry wit and the way he does and executes that stuff, I think is funny here and there, but overall, I think, um, I'm just not a huge Wes Anderson fan. No, yeah, I get that. And like, it just, this, the, this movie and others just kind of hit me kind of flat. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it a little less than you. I'm going to give it like a, a, a C. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So, uh, there you go, Jude. There you go. You said our, our words <laughs> wouldn't, uh, skew your, your vision of yeah. the movie. Hopefully it makes Still you appreciate it them. more. Yeah. Um, yeah. but like, even like the, the ending credits of it, I really liked where it's like, he's power walking with a kid on his shoulders from like a group of paparazzi where it's yeah. like, you can almost see him running away from his fame to be more of a father figure for other people. Yeah. Um, I like that. And everything that actually Jude had in his letter at the beginning of the show, I think did ring true for me too. Yeah. For, for the most part, like the aesthetics are great. Oh, the music. We, I forgot to talk about the music. I want to do that. Um, you said you've been listening to Bowie God. since you finished it. I've been fucking stuck on David Bowie ever since I got done watching it. <laughs> Even like the guys, there's like that, uh, black guy that like, like acoustically plays David Bowie songs and yeah. like sings it like in Portuguese. Yeah. And like even those are pretty good. Yeah, I I was really actually enjoying those little um small little cuts to that to bring into the like yeah. the next scene. I really yeah. was looking forward to those when they <laughs> yeah. came. So I really like those. Um but yeah, otherwise I thought the music was pretty great in this too. Um anyway, it didn't skew my grade any higher though. <laughs> uh so is there anything else you've been into besides watching the super bowl i'm sorry the big game super bowl and uh steve azuzu uh well i saw men in black international oh you did and uh i appreciate that they tried to do like more of like a james bond type of feel with it uh-huh. where like they play them off more like secret agents and they do kind of like police and and like the original men in black uh-huh. but this movie fucking sucks oh no <laughs> i was not getting into it at all and uh <clears throat> so like my thing with this especially is that uh <clears throat> oh, what's her name tessa thompson yeah in this they ever play kind of like uh a weird feminist angle in this every once in a while uh-huh. 
where like it's less like like a character and more like I feel like Sony was just trying to like put across this whole like hey if we can get like uh like very liberal leaning people to like watch this yeah then they're going to really get into this movie like I don't know like it's just it, a lot of it felt so forced Ugh. like okay how would you take it if there's like so there's like a scene in this where uh so uh fucking Camille Nanjiani's like lizard character or whatever yeah they call him Pawnee because like he was he disguised himself as like the pawn piece of a chess set and like uh his queen died so he was so he like sees Tessa Thompson and he's like oh you are my new queen and then her response is like well technically like all women are queens so uh like it's like she, she like powders and shit like that throughout the whole movie where it's like it's one of those things where like it makes me feel like a piece of shit for hating it <laughs> where I'm like this sucks but I can't say that it sucks because I don't because then you suck yeah <laughs> but it's like it, it's, it's it's like I can it's like I can I'm not dumb enough to see that they're 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 just le- leaning on this agenda when they're not uh, actually saying anything about it they're yeah. just putting it out there and being like we're so woke. Yeah. <laughs> go broke. Yeah. Get woke, go broke. Yeah. Like, there's another, there's another part in here where like some alien is like, uh, like speaking like in his native language or whatever. And then like Chris Hemsworth is like, Oh, uh, he said that he thinks you're very beautiful. And she's like, Oh, okay. Where it's like, Oh, I, I didn't give you permission to tell, to tell me that for you to tell me that I'm beautiful or whatever. Uh-huh. Or I'm like, I, I get it. Like, guys are creepy. You don't need to put that in a fucking Men in Black movie. Or at least pounding it over your head over yeah. and over and over and again. Yeah, and they do it, like, quite a bit in here. They, and even, like, they they do a lot of shit where it's like, oh, Men in Black? Uh-huh. Or it's like, I get it! <laughs> <sighs> but it's, like, shit like that where it's like, but if I say, like, I feel like if I were to, like, man, they feel like they're really hammering home this, like, weird feminist agenda, then it's like, oh, what? You don't want women to have the same rights? Like, no, I don't. Like, ah! <laughs> shit, just make, give me a fucking Men in Black movie! <laughs> yeah. I don't need to fucking feel like I'm, like, being preached to. Right. Like, yeah. I'm already on your side. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it was... It was like frustrating I'm on your side. I was, it's like frustrating watching it. I was uh, like, I just want to sit back and watch a Men in Black movie, and I'm over, like, I'm being like reminded like how I can be a piece of shit sometimes because I'm a guy. Right. You have a penis, so you suck. I get it. <laughs> I suck. Yeah. Well. But learn to live with it. I guess. Yeah, I'm sure even me complaining about this makes me seem like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like why the fuck would you put all like shit like this in like a men in black movie who whose life is gonna change from this yeah for sure that's a good point and right then there. yeah and then like outside of that like it's not even really that funny and like a lot of things like a lot of the charm from like the first men in black where like it, it's it's very far-fetched but they still try and give you the illusion that this takes place like in modern society where people are that yeah people get neuralized and they don't remember it and everything like that this doesn't give a fuck they'll do the craziest fucking shit in broad daylight in front of 
plenty of people and not neuralize them. And then it's like, then this, this world doesn't exist. Who, this isn't men in black. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like what the fuck are you trying to prove? <laughs> so it's, uh, it was, it was like compared to like the other men in blacks is pretty frustrating. I wasn't a big fan. Hmm. Okay. I never had any inkling to really want to see it. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the franchise, because I even thought, like, Men in Black 3 was... Men I in Black thought, 3 was good! I think it was, yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black 2, not so much. No. No good. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. Yikes. Uh, but then, uh, I all I heard was, like, that it wasn't great. It's just kind of middling, and it's, like, it doesn't do anything special or any better, or not even, like meets it at any level of yeah. the originals. Yeah. So I was just like lost complete interest and in even wanting to check it out. I yeah. kind of forgot that it existed to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw it because it was like the next in my queue in my Netflix and everything. Like I think it was like number 10 in my queue and everything else was either on the wait list or hasn't been out yet. My goodness. So then it was like, Oh, well we're giving you men in black. I'm like, fuck. You know what would think would drive me nuts if I had the discs because yeah. all I'd want would be, like, get the new stuff as soon as it's out. Yeah. And it's always going to be on, like, a waiting list. And I that's all I'd do is uh, wait in perpetuity to yeah. get this. It's not fucking... always waiting. Like, you'll get... Sometimes you'll stumble on stuff. Like, it's almost kind of fun because it's, like, even things that are on a wait list, they'll send it to you the minute it's available. Uh-huh. So, like... It's almost kind of like a throw... Like a toss-up where it was like, oh, what's, like, the next thing that I'm going to get? Yeah. Like, what's the next next thing that that I'm going that's going to be available for me to see? Right. And even, and it's from something that you've already picked. Yeah. So it's not like you're getting a dud in there. Yeah. Well, maybe a little Men in Black International. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was only in there because I was like I was curious. Uh, yeah. And it was like way far down my list. I'm like, God damn! I'll guess I'll watch it. Man, maybe that does sound fun. Like a nice kind of roulette. You, mm-hmm. you just get to have it cho- choose for you of what's available. Yeah. What, you going to get the disc now, Troy? No. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, I I watch uh, enough kids' shows that I can watch. I will, I will never bring that disc back. It will never get played. <laughs> and uh, uh, the only other thing I've been really into is uh, The Good Place ended. Yeah, I heard that. I think and... I need to catch up on, like, the last two seasons, though. Yeah. I, I watched all of it, and, uh, man, they do a really good job of ending it. Do they? They do a really good job of ending it. Awesome. Like, even to a point where, like, I was getting kind of misty in, in a couple spots. Oh, my goodness. It's good. Oh, it's my. really good. Oh, my. Really, really good. Like, I, I I, almost don't want to really bring anything up because it's, like, the good place is so good that if you say any little bit of what you want to talk about, it ruins, like, the entire show okay. for somebody. Okay. So I'm just I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna tell you, from me personally, I think it, they ended it perfectly. Great. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. So check out the good place. I will. Um, I, uh, finally finished the comedy bang bang best ofs. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. What the, the fucking the the country duo that sings the truck song about the trucks about the skin baby <laughs> or. Yeah. Human skin truck baby. Human skin truck baby. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty good. Uh, those songs were uh, amazing. Um, 
And then the what came in at number two, the freaking little choices. Well, yes. <laughs> I for, I totally forgot about that episode until they brought it back up on this, and I almost wanted to go back and listen to the whole entire show because I forgot. About, so got these little choices. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, at the very end of Little Choices, <laughs> where Thomas Middleditch says something and it cracks Jason Manzukis up so hard that he can't even barely breathe. And him and Scott are just like dying laughing. Then it made me start laughing super hard on the drive to work. Uh, but yeah, I. Anytime Thomas Middleditch is on a comedy bang bang, oh I download God. it no matter what. Oh, it's fantastic. Him and Jason Manzukis. I always look forward to like those two being on anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, anyway. separately or together, it's good. It, and Paul F. Tompkins is good too. Yep. He hasn't he wasn't on uh, as many this last year. Yeah. He used to be on like every show. Oh no shit. Like like every month he was on an, on a show, it seemed like. Um but, but yeah. But yeah, like, have you listened to their new Closing Out the Plug Bag theme? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> they get to hit, like, uh, fucking uh, Horatio Sands and, uh, fuck. Ben Schwartz. Yeah, they get to a point where just randomly out of nowhere they start breaking into Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> in the middle of... <laughs> and they, like, the, the, the episode this last week was the first one that, uh, Jason Mansukas has been on since like the new year started and he's like are they legit singing Gangster's Paradise <laughs> <laughs> like as it's playing <laughs> oh shit I'll have to go and like download the last key <laughs> and it's so long too it's like almost a minute long now God, do they already have like the version that a, a listener like yeah redubbed yeah. or whatever yeah they, they, they tried to dub in like uh like a fucking like canned uh song version of gangster's paradise <laughs> over them saying gangster's paradise too oh my god so, like, <laughs> it's so dumb and out of nowhere too like they're just like singing some random like yelling random shit into a microphone song out of nowhere like Horatio Sands like below no little living in no gift bag just like shit <laughs> oh my god oh man comedy bag bag still so good uh I also started up uh Red Dead 2 I didn't start from the beginning I just oh, yeah. started where I was at um, because I really had an itch to play it again for whatever reason. And so I actually loaded it up and it said like it needed to do an update, but I didn't have enough space on my PlayStation for the update. Oh shit. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, what do I do? I guess I'll just delete Batman Arkham Knight. i <laughs> <laughs> going back to that Batman shit, that fucking Batmobile fucked it all up. So that's gone. Made room for an update for RDR2. God. And then I started playing it again. I collected actually all of the cave, uh, or the rock carvings. Oh, Jesus. Uh, didn't you say like those were like impossible to find? Yeah, but I, I kind of like cheated to find where they were. Fuck you, Troy. I found like a map of like, they just show the map of the thing and they just have them like placed with the waypoints. So I did actually search for them, but I had, um, a, a help in the right direction. Ah. 
But I did find two of them just accidentally one day. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that was cool. Um, because I the one I really wanted to finish that one because the mission starts with like a, a weirdo that like talks like not from this time and he's dressed differently. Yeah. Have you do you want me to just ruin it for God, you? Go for it. I don't give a shit. It's been out for like a year at this point. <laughs> so the guy, he's like dressed in like more of a modern era clothing and he's talking and using like um, just a different kind of lang and different kind of accent. And Arthur's like, this guy's kind of weird <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> anyway, he's like, find these rock carvings, bring them back to me, blah, 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 blah. So you find all the rock carvings and all the rock carvings to when they're together, make like this bigger picture yeah. that you find in the cabin that you go into and you look at it on the wall and it's like a man jumping through a portal through different times where there's like Zeppelins in the air. Oh Jesus. And like, and then a woman comes in with a baby and he's like, have you seen this man? And it's like, uh, or have you seen, or is your husband here? He's like, Oh, my husband's dead. It's like, his name was this. Like, no, that's my son. Like, that's the infant she's holding in her arms. Oh, Jesus. So, like, he met that kid from the future oh, to put him on that quest to find these rock carvings that is him in the rock carvings. Good God. So, it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so, like, that's the that's why I wanted to finish that one specifically. So, I wanted <laughs> to bust it. sweet. And then, uh, I, I don't know. I was just having fun. But, like, so I haven't played it in forever, right? So, I... Just jumped in, and I was, like, in some, one of the towns. I think I was in Rhodes or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, like, pressing the buttons to remember what they did. And I ended up just, like, starting a shootout because I couldn't remember how to holster my gun. I just fucking kept <laughs> shooting people. And I'm like, fuck! I mean, so then I started running out of there. And I was like, is this button to holster it? And I would just whistle for my horse, and it would barrel through this thing. <laughs> And I end up like racking up this huge bounty on my head, just trying to get out of there and not kill people so I can remember the controls. Oh, it was a good time. God but damn I, it. I think it's I think I'm gonna be playing it for a little bit more now and just try, try to collect all the weird stuff. That's awesome. Uh the free game for February for PS Plus is Bioshock, so I'm gonna go through and play that again. Yeah. I've never played that all the way through. I started it like twice and I never got very far in it. They got like the Bioshock collection so you can get Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. The one that like takes place up in the clouds. Yeah. Ugh. And all all of them are really fun. Right on. I also, the one other thing I started just a a couple nights ago was that CNN Decades Mm. show. I started the 70s one. Yeah. Um... I'm going to have to barrel through these because I don't think these are available after February. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, when shit. I, when I opened it up, it said these are, I think, only available on Netflix till February or 20th, I think. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, and that might just be the 70s one. I don't know, but they, I think they all dropped at the same time, oh, right? Dude, I like going back and like revisiting them sometimes. So, um, fuck. I made it through the first one about, like, TV and stuff, and I yeah. found that really interesting. Yeah. And then the one I really wanted to pay attention to, the Watergate one. Yeah. Because I never really know what Watergate oh, I know. is. I kept falling asleep <laughs> during it, because I, I watched it right after the last one, and I was kind of yeah. late. Yeah. And I just, like, kept drifting off, and I'm like, I still don't know what fucking Watergate it, is. And it's so interesting, interesting, because, like, people are having the biggest deal about it, and it's like... It's like nothing compared to like shit that happens nowadays. That's what I thought because I'm like, yeah, 
so I'm waiting for like this big huge reveal and I keep hearing him like is it just tapes like yeah is that it like tapes and I was waiting for more but I kept like drifting in and out yeah but I'm like this seems like nothing it's nothing compared to what happens today <laughs> it's almost discouraging to like see how people were so up in arms about shit that back then to where nowadays it's like oh what so the president like raped someone who gives a shit <laughs> It's oh, fucked up, man. Fuck. So anyway, I, I might have to try that one again so I can just fill in some of the holes that I missed because I feel like I completely missed everything what Watergate yeah. actually is. Like the 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 like the initial incident of Watergate was just like a bunch of guys like tried to steal some documents from the DNC. Okay. And then beyond that, it's just like it started getting like after like even after it happened, people were just like. That doesn't seem like a big deal. I don't really care. Yeah. And even then, Nixon still won by a fucking landslide. Uh-huh. So no one really gave a shit. It wasn't until uh, they were like, oh, well, there's tapes of him talking about wanting to do it. We're like, what, tapes? <laughs> so Nixon's actually legit talking about wanting to cheat? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that guy. Uh-huh. Well, they were like, oh, okay, well, we should probably fucking, I should probably leave then. <laughs> people are getting really pissed at me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, something that small can get people up in arms, and nowadays, it... Literally, like, I'm pretty sure if our president were to, like, murder a bunch of people, like, people would still stand up for him. I know. It's so fucking discouraging. (laughs) And the best thing about, like, those decade shows, like, you can almost kind of, like, slowly see how we become more and more okay with worse shit as like the decades oh, go on. That's not what I want to hear. But I, but that's why I like it is it's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, I do want to try to get through them. Like even after September 11th, it's just like no one gives a shit about their rights anymore. It's like make me safe. Oh fuck. It's like uh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh well that but that's pretty much all I've been into this last yeah. uh week or so. So, uh, people want to talk, uh, Wes Anderson with you, JT. Where, where can they do that? Hey, better yet, talk David Bowie with me at Bucky oh, Ferwin on Twitter, my. Bucky Ferwin on Instagram, Bucky yeah. Ferwin on Snapchat, Troy. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Vote for the Tournament of Random Movies at Review it's Review Pod. The Nutty Professor versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. Hit it up. Uh, you can find all of these episodes that we do every single week on uh, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. We are also on every other streaming platform known to man. <laughs> yes. Uh, such as like Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And heck, while there, you can rate and review us because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in just like you did, hey, put in his pick for favorite movie ever. The yeah. guys to review it. I already, I already have another idea for a uh, fan pick movie down the lo- down the road. Very good. That I'll bring up at a later date. Very good. But that's gonna be the show. <laughs> Watching my wife stare me down at the uh, other side. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Startle me. You gave me those daggers. <laughs> she gone. Uh, that's going to be the show. So, uh, so uh, that'll, for, that'll do her. So for Monday, we're going to do a good old-fashioned flashback where we're going to bridge the gap 
between our two Thursday shows where we're going to be talking about the water lifestyle of Steve Zuzu <laughs> with the DC-ness that will probably be Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. And we're going to go back and revisit our review of Aquaman. There we go. Hopefully no one <laughs> protests us because Amber Heard's in it. <laughs> We'll go through and edit just Johnny Depp's name in it instead. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I love the part where Jason Moa and Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so there you go. So we have Aquaman for Monday and then uh, hopefully get around to see Birds of Prey this week sometime. Yeah, I'll see if I can... Make it happen. I, you know what? I've been hearing pretty decent reviews for it so far. I haven't um, it's heard weird. anything of it. It's weird. <laughs> I haven't heard anything of it so far. There I've been was kind a, of staying clear of uh, it. Uh, fuck, what's his name? One of the people that listens to our show put up a review that, that a critic put out that said that it's like, he said, it's if uh, superhero movies were inspired by Tank Girl and uh, the Warriors instead of... Uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, okay. Where I was like, that sounds like a kind of a cool combination. Right. Sounds good. So I'm for it. I want to check it out. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it will be. <laughs> Maybe we'll be back and being pissed that we went and saw another DC movie in theaters. We'll find out. We sure will. All right. So let's make that happen, Captain. Let's do it. But uh, until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. And I am JT3K. And we are off.